My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. We're going to focus on the lower belly a bit today. Breathing into that space and also stoking what's called the Agni or digestive fire in Ayurveda. And they say that the Agni is the, uh, if the Agni is weak, then the digestion is weak, then the immune system is weak, and everything else kind of goes down from there. So strong Agni is basically the first indicator of good health, and a weak Agni is the first indicator of poor health. So any sort of digestive distress, stomach pains, low back pains even could be related to that. These are all signs of uh, Agni starting to get a little weaker. The colds, uh, the sneezes, coughs, things like that, that can start to happen in the fall. So we want to be proactive and make sure that we're taking breaths down into the lower belly. We're keeping that, that fire going. Right, the closest thing we have in Western uh, understanding of it is metabolism. But it's, it's a little more than that. It's not just like our food we digest, but ideas, energy, experiences. All right, so we'll build an internal heat throughout the practice here. And we'll even start with a, a little pranayama breathing exercise here at the beginning called Kapalabhati. So we'll have little, little quick um, exhales. So we'll have a sort of passive inhale and a sort of quick exhale through the nose and the belly kind of pulls in when you exhale. So we'll do this movement here, uh, just sitting tall and just the breath is moving the lower belly so we'll take an inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. We'll inhale to begin this breathing. Right, and just continue like this. should be a little warming, a little grounding. If it's like ungrounding, then you're going too fast. Just slow it down if you need to. Exhale everything out, draw the belly in, hold the belly in, hold the breath out, and then relax, inhale through the nose. And normal breathing again down to the lower belly. So maybe feel a little sharper, a little clearer in the mind. Right? That's that quality of Agni where the mind is clear, sharp, focused, receptive. And the body's a little warmer. So let's start to move the body here. We'll come over to uh, hands and knees. 
And you can have your blanket under your knees for a little support there if you want, or just hands and knees on the mat. And start to make any movements that feel good for you, forward, back, side to side, listening to your body. Moving from the inside out, so the eyes can be closed, or if, if that is somehow ungrounding, the eyes can be opened softly. The main things we want to focus on in the fall season that I'm teaching in these classes is uh, grounding, warming the body, bringing energy into the center to balance the excess air element or vata dosha in the fall season. So let's come back to a neutral spine and bring the arms forward into Anahatasana, heart chakra pose. So the arms are extended and the hips stay over the knees as you lower the chest towards the ground. Maybe the forehead touches down. And with your inhales here, let the belly become a little bigger, expanding. With the exhales, the belly softening. Spread the left arm underneath, left shoulder down into a twist. You could stay just like that, pressing into the right hand, or you could wrap the right arm around the back. You could also extend the right leg back, pressing into the ball of the foot, just to give you a different angle into the upper back and shoulder. Last little variation you could have uh, to strengthen the transverse abdominals, deep core muscles, is just to float the right foot off the floor a little bit, if that's lifting back or reaching back. Just an inch or so helps to engage these deep core stabilizers. And then we'll come back down and we'll come to the other side, the same twist now to the other side. Right arm through, right shoulder down, left leg back, if you did on the other side. All right. And this side might be different, so maybe you do a little different variation of this. Holding, breathing here again, maybe you lift the left toes off the mat an inch or so, if the left leg is back. And then we'll come back down to the center, the hands and knees. It's a downward facing dog, pedaling the feet out, shifting weight side to side, easing into the hamstrings, calves. From here, walk your hands back a step or two. 
closer to the feet so the heels come down to the ground. And now your left hand can grab the right shin or ankle into another twist for the back and shoulder here. Here, let the breath go more into the upper back. So we'll be doing uh, quite a bit of twists today to help detoxify, center, ground, warm the body. And we'll come to the other side, same thing. The lower down the leg you grab, the, the deeper this twist is, the more challenging it can be. And we'll untwist and walk the hands forward to a plank pose, shoulders over the wrists, holding, breathing here for a moment. Maybe you lift the right foot just an inch or two off the ground, engaging the deep core stabilizers. And then lower and lift the other leg. And then we'll lower and lower all the way down to the belly. Head lifts first off the mat, engaging the spinal stabilizers, then lift the hands, then lift the feet. Maybe reach the arms back into a locust pose. Hold and breathe here. And then we'll lower all the way down, back to downward facing dog. Lift the right leg straight back and then step it forward into a lunge. All 10 toes, knees and hips point straight ahead. Back heels lifted over the ball of the foot, rising up through the ring fingers of the hands. So pinkies slightly turned towards each other and the traps and shoulders Relatively relaxed, but the arms are straight. Holding, breathing here. Focus the gaze at a single point to help you center and balance. And then here, just like we did in locust pose, bend the elbows, shoulders down the back, and then straight arms behind you, lifting the heart. Lean forward into the front leg. And bring the hands together at the heart, elbow outside the knee to twist. Back knee could come down if you want a little more stability here. Otherwise, back leg stays straight. Long line of energy from the back heel to the crown of the head. The rotation happens around the ribs, the middle of the spine. And then here we'll untwist back up to center, arms extend. Warrior two, back heel down, arms out in a T, actively reaching through all 10 fingers in both directions. Here, palms up, reverse warrior, reaching back, creating space through the lower belly, expanding. Straighten the front knee, go further back. Keep that space as you hinge all the way to triangle pose, right hand inside the ankle or to a block, left arm over the right, 
or wrapping the left arm around the back. And then from here, we'll come into side angle, right knee bends, right forearm to thigh, moving the left shoulder here in circles, lubricating the shoulder joint. So ball and socket joint, so it has a big range of motion, but if there's any little clicks or pops, make it a little smaller if you need to. And then go the opposite direction if you haven't already, making the movement a little more fluid, shoulder a little easier to move, and then we'll land in side angle pose, a long line of energy from the back heel to the top fingertips. And finger spreading out tends to be uh, a little less heating. Fingers together, a little more heating and grounding, but sometimes can be a little irritating if you already tend to run a little hot. So you can kind of feel that out, fingers together or apart. Gaze can be down, forward, or up at the palm. And then last thing, now take less weight into your right elbow, maybe floating the arm, maybe reaching the right arm in line with the left, holding, breathing here. And the palms is facing towards each other a little bit here. Yeah. Back to warrior two. Float the hands down, back to downward facing dog. You can pedal the feet out, you can shift weight side to side here. Lift the left leg straight back and step forward to the lunge. All ten toes, knees, hips point straight ahead as you rise up to a high lunge. Pinky slightly towards each other, so there's an external rotation in the arms, shoulders, traps relax. Strong, stable legs, unclenching the toes. Really good. Holding, breathing here in the legs, but now bend the elbows. Point the hands back like you did in locust pose, lifting the heart. Lean forward, and then bring the hands to the heart, elbow outside the knee to twist. Again, the back knee could come down if that feels more stable. Front knee bending forward towards the middle toe. Rooting down into the ball and heel of your front leg. Pressing in my hand here with your elbow, with your knee, sorry. Yeah. And that helps bring a little more weight down here. And then we'll rise back up to the lunge, arms extend, and then to the warrior two, back heel down. You might need to adjust the feet a little, heel to heel or heel to arch alignment. And then actively reaching through all 10 fingers so you're about to reach for something in both directions. Really good. Palms turn up, reverse warrior. Straighten the front knee to go further back. And keep the space on the left side as you hinge to triangle pose. Left hand inside the ankle or to a block. And the right arm can be extended or wrap her arm around the back. Lengthening through the spine and then rotating from the ribs. Good. You can even press into my hand here a little bit. Open here. 
then go to side angle, left knee bends, forearm to thigh, starting to move the right arm in circles, bringing some fluidity to the shoulder joint. If we don't use that fluid over time, it can diminish, so we want to make sure we're using it, keeping the shoulder supple. And go the opposite direction. And again, the movements can be as big or as small as feels right for your shoulder. And then we'll land in side angle pose, right arm reaching in a long diagonal line from the back heel. The fingers can be together, more heating, grounding, or apart. Gaze can be down, forward, in line with the chest, or up at the palm. And then less weight in the left arm, and then maybe the left arm extends parallel to the right. Strong legs, strong core, strong arms, shoulders. And then we'll come back to warrior two and bring the hands to the waist, turn all 10 toes to your right to a wide-legged forward fold. Here we'll add a twist. Let's take your left hand to the right leg, thigh or shin. The ankle will be the deepest version of this and the left knee can be, left knee can bend here. Left elbow could bend to kind of pull you into this a little more. Right arm could wrap around the back or any version of this. And then we'll come back to center to the other side, same thing. Again, the further down the leg you grab, the, the more challenging this will be. And you can bend elbow or knee, different variations to get into different areas, depending on what's going on in your back today. And we'll untwist back to center, turn towards the front of the mat, and step back to down dog. Forward to a plank pose, shoulders over the wrist. Right hand a little bit forward, side plank stacking the feet. And right knee could be down here or legs can be stacked. Left arm over right. And then we'll come back to plank. Left hand a little forward, side plank. Left knee could be down or legs stacked. And then we'll come back to plank, shoulders over wrists, all the way down to the belly. Locust pose again, lifting the head, the hands, the legs, reach the arms back, hold and breathe here, press the hips down, maybe lifting a little bit more. And then hands under shoulders, back to down dog. Look between the hands, step or hop to the front of the mat. And then as you inhale, lift halfway up, extending the spine. Exhale to fold in. Inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale, hands to the heart. Unclench the toes, heels, and ball of the foot rooting down. Inhale to reach the arms up. Chair pose as you exhale, feet can be hips width or together, either way is fine. Pinkies towards each other or hands can be at the heart. From here, we'll all bring the hands to the heart 
and the feet together. Left elbow outside the right knee, holding here in the chair twist. Lift off the left foot and step it back to the lunging twist we did earlier. Now here, keep the twisting shape, but just come vertical on the spine, arms open out into a T. Good. Sort of revolved warrior two, holding here. And then we'll, from here, bring your right hand to the back leg, left arm long, and the side bend here. Untwist to warrior two, back heel down, arms extend. Palms up, reverse warrior. Straighten the front knee. Revolved triangle, left hand inside the ankle or to a block, right hand to low back. It's a twist. Right arm could extend towards the ceiling from there. <laughs> this hand down here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and then we'll come back to our warrior two. And then back to a high lunge, arms extending, back heel lifted, and bend the elbows, point the hands back like locust, lift the heart. Feel locust in the back as you lean forward and lift off, maybe just a little bit, maybe parallel to the floor for warrior three. Arms could stay reaching back or hands could come to the heart or arms could come overhead, pinkies towards each other. All the way to standing at the front of the mat, arms extend up. As you exhale, back to our chair pose, hands at the heart, feet together, right elbow outside the left knee into a twist. With control, lift your right foot and step it back to the lunge, keeping the twist in the spine, lengthen up and keep the arms opening now into that revolved warrior two we did earlier. Legs are still the same shape, but spine's vertical now. It's coming up, Megan. Yeah, there you go. And then keep the legs in the same shape. Left hand grabs the back thighs. You come into a side bend here. Warrior two, untwisting. Palms up, reverse warrior, reaching back. Straighten the front knee. Revolved triangle, right hand inside the ankle. Left hand to low back, and then from there you could extend the left arm towards the ceiling, but you're leading with the spine instead of leading with the shoulder. Untwist back to warrior two. Back to a high lunge, back heel lifts, arms extend. Bend the elbows, point the fingers back, lean forward and lift off maybe just a little, maybe a lot to warrior three. Again, arms could stay back, hands at heart, or arms extend forward. With control, come up to standing at the front of the mat. Inhale to reach up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach. And then here, we'll catch the left wrist. Exhale to your right. And keep that as you cross the left knee behind the right knee. Hips lean a little to the left. Front knee bends. Turn the chest towards the ground. Getting into the side here. Back to center. Other side. Catch your right wrist. Side bend. 
Right knee crosses behind left. Turn the chest towards the ground, getting into the sides, opening the belly here. Back to center, arms extend, reach both arms up a little back bend, and then exhale to fold all the way down. Inhale to lift halfway up. Exhale back to plank. Right hand a little forward, side plank. You can stack the feet or right knee down. This time lift the left leg. Strong outer hips. Back down, plank pose. Left hand a little forward, side plank. Lift the right leg, strong outer hips. Back down to center, all the way down to the belly. Locust pose, lift the head, lift the hands, arms, reach back, lift the legs. Here, maybe you bring the hands under shoulders or arms forward, pinkies towards each other, strong arms. You could even look forward here. Hands under shoulders, back to down dog. From here, we'll come from down dog to lift the right leg and open the hip, flipping over. Finding a wheel variation, pressing through the feet, lifting through the hips. And then back to down dog into a plank pose. So here in plank, we'll lift the right leg, bring the right knee to the left elbow, and then back to plank. And then exhale, knee to elbow. One more time, inhale to plank. And exhale, knee to elbow. This time, extend the right leg. Right hand stays down. Remember, side plank. Lift the left arm. And then maybe lift. The, you bring the right leg in a little bit and lift off the floor. <laughs> you can do it. <laughs> and then we'll come back to plank. And back to down dog. Lift the right leg. Inhale. Exhale. Step forward. High lunge, rise up. Warrior two. Left hand to left hip. Right hand to right corner or to a block to lift the back leg. Half moon and now outer hips strong. Holding here. Eventually less weight in the right hand. Maybe even arms overhead here. Balancing like we did in the side angle pose. With control, back down to warrior two. Palms up, reverse warrior, reaching back. Straighten front knee, revolved triangle, but this time it's revolved half moon. So we lift the back leg, right hand on low back, opening right ribs towards the ceiling. You can use the block here under the left hand for sure. And lower to forward fold at the front of the mat. Inhale to reach all the way up. And exhale to all, hands to the heart. Inhale to reach up. Exhale, fold all the way down. Inhale, half lift. Exhale back to plank. Chaturanga up dog, down dog, or just right to down dog.
Lift the left leg, open the hip, and flip over, landing the foot. Find your foundation to engage the glutes and lift the hips, extend the spine. Back to down dog. Lift the left leg, knee to the right elbow. Back to reach back, knee to right elbow, reach back. Knee to right elbow, and then extend the leg out on the floor. Remember, side plank, left hand stays down, right arm lifts. And maybe you bring the right hand to right hip, bring the leg in a little bit to lift it off the mat. <laughs> Back to down dog. Lift the left leg, inhale. Step forward, lunge. Rise up on the inhale. And then here, holding in the lunge for a moment, back heel down to warrior two. Right hand to right hip. Left hand to left corner or a block to half moon. Lifting the back leg maybe just a little bit, maybe all the way to parallel to the floor. Really good. Unclench the toes, rooting through the ball and heel of the foot. And then maybe you extend the arms out here like we did in side angle pose. Both arms forward. And then with control, back down to warrior two. Awesome. Palms up, reverse warrior. Reach back. Straighten the front knee. Revolved triangle, right hand inside the ankle. Maybe to a block. And then lift the back leg Revolved half moon, left ribs open to the left, left arm extends. And then back down to a lunge, rising up through the fingers here. And then hands to the waist, turn to your right, wide-legged forward fold. Any variation of this that you want. And then we'll slowly release back down. So then come back up, hands under shoulders, lengthening the spine, turn towards the front of the mat, and step forward to forward fold. Inhale to reach all the way up. Exhale, hands to heart. Inhale to reach up, catch your left wrist, and to come to a side bend, left leg behind, into that version we did earlier, turning the chest towards the ground. And we'll come back to center, other side, catch your right wrist, side bend, right knee behind, turn the chest towards the ground. And back to center, both arms up as you inhale. Exhale to come all the way down. Inhale, lift halfway up. Exhale, back into plank, chaturanga, up dog, down dog, or just right to down dog. And then from here, we'll walk the hands back to the feet and come into a low squat here. So the, the feet are like malasana. Heels can be lifted here. And we'll bring the arms forward. On your fingertips, push the mat away to stretch the back. Head comes down towards the ground. 
And we'll bring the hands in a little closer, spreading out the fingers equally, kind of pressing down into the fingertips here and the heel, ball, the heel of the hand and the, the knuckles, all kind of rooting down. And then we'll just kind of shift into the hands, rocking back and forth, setting up for Bakasana. If you know Bakasana, you could go there. Just kind of rocking in and out a couple times. And then we'll come back and lift the tail, folding over the legs, stretching the legs out for a moment. Then we'll bring the feet in together. So inner edges of the feet touch, and then the knees come out apart. So setting up a different way, we'll bring the elbows to bend so the triceps support the shins. So you've got the sort of shelf here. Now, same thing, kind of rock into the hands, supporting the legs a little bit, and then rock back. It's going back and forth, just kind of building some trust there that you, you're not going to hit your head, you're okay. And then maybe lean into it and bring one heel in towards the tail and stay there. Maybe you start to lift the other heel into Bakasana. So the arms are like Chaturanga arms, like a low push-up. And then we'll come back down, good. Fold here, lifting the hips, forward fold. You can kind of bend the knees and pedal the feet out. And then here we'll walk the hands forward. And come into a plank pose, shoulders over the wrists. Bring the right knee towards the right elbow. And then inhale back to down dog, extending the right leg. Exhale, knee to right elbow. Inhale back, down dog reaching. And exhale, knee to right elbow. And this time, lizard pose. Right foot comes down, hands inside of the foot. Back knee can stay lifted, more challenging, or back knee could come down. Hands can be on blocks, or elbows on blocks, or elbows on the floor. Any version of this. start to come back onto the hands and we'll move the blocks if you use those come back to down dog and here lift the left leg inhale exhale knee to left elbow inhale straight back exhale knee to left elbow inhale straight back exhale knee to left elbow and then lizard pose left foot lands to the left edge of the mat Right knee can be bent or lifted. Hands can be on the blocks, the floor, elbows, any version of this. The lower you bring the arms, the deeper this can go into the hips. Under shoulders and back to down dog. So option one is to walk your hands back and come into malasana. So 
hips can lower, hands to the heart. You could practice the Bhakasana again. If you want to try, let's, we'll see if, if you guys think I'm crazy. But maybe you can work on this here where you're going to bring the left leg, knee towards the left elbow, and lean into the arms and start to extend the left leg. And then maybe lift the back leg here. Kundanyasana. Right, so you're going to bring the knee to the elbow, kind of make a shelf there, and then extend the leg. There you go. <laughs> All right, and then you could try the other side. Same thing. So right knee, right knee to right elbow. <laughs> All right. Cool. So let's come back to our child's pose. Knees apart, hips to heels, arms extend, forehead down. Breathing down to the lower belly. From here, we'll come up to hands and knees, just to transition down to the belly. And we'll bring the right arm forward, roll onto the right side of the body. Here, your left hand can help you balance as you start to make any movements of the left hip that feels good. Circles, both directions. And reach the left leg up and then back about 15 degrees, strengthening outer hip here. Maybe you lift the right leg off the floor as well. A little bit of core balancing there, bringing energy back to your center. If you want more, your left arm could extend in the opposite direction of the left leg. Right, and then we'll let the left knee bend. It's coming to the floor in front of you, relaxing the left hip. And then bend the right knee, the bottom leg, so you can catch the top of the foot with your left hand. Just going for a quad hip flexor stretch here. As you got that foot, if the knee's okay, maybe start to turn the left lung towards the ceiling, turning this into a twist. Last thing you could add here is extending the top leg, the left leg, and grabbing the foot with the right hand. If you don't quite reach the foot, you can go for the... The, under the knee or the thigh here. Yeah. Let the left shoulder blade towards the ground. Okay. Good. Okay. You signed the waiver, right? Start to release back down to the belly, just coming out of all that. 
And left arm forward, roll onto your left side. Same little sequence on this side, moving the right hip around. Right? It's also ball and socket joint like the shoulder, so it's got a wide range of motion. And if, if we don't use that fluid in the joint, it kind of loses it over time. So keeping it mobile. And then reach straight up and back about 15 degrees. Maybe you lift the left leg as well using the deep core stabilizers. Right arm could reach in the opposite direction, adding on. If it hurts your low back, do less. And then we'll bend the right knee to touch the floor, bend the left knee to grab the foot. And then open right long towards the ceiling, Extend the top leg to grab the under the knee or the foot. start to release down to the belly. We'll do one last little active sequence and then we'll go into some longer holds. So here we'll come into hands and knees and well, forearms and knees and lift the hips back to a dolphin pose. So walking your feet in to create a sort of triangle shape from the side. Dolphin here. Forearms are down. Shoulders are relaxed. And then lift the right leg, holding there. And then switch, lifting the left leg. And then lower down. And come back down to the knees. So if you're a mere mortal and can't do peacock quite yet, <laughs> like everyone else, but uh, we're going to have our hands to the block here. We're going to use our block by the wall and work on uh, just lifting up. So this is one of the best stretches I know of for like the stomach. Right? And I know it's, it's a challenging pose, but it feels really good on the, the stomach and kind of releasing some tension there. So you'll have the block at the wall, hands uh, framing the block, and then you can do that same thing of Walking the le lifting one leg, and then you start to hop up to the wall, right? And then use the wall to support you there. So we'll do something, some version of that. So you want the block within like a foot of the wall, maybe a couple inches away. It's not right against it. And then hands are like an owl shape around it, so kind of framing it. Sometimes it might feel better to do that. You can kind of feel for yourself, see what one feel like it's going to be more stable. And then that dolphin pose shape again. So you lift the hips. And then start to walk the feet in until you can't go any further. And then lift one leg. And then... Is your head on the floor or are you holding the back? Well, you have 
the proportions, like your head might be touching the floor. It depends on the proportions, but uh, generally you don't want any weight on the head here, but you can use a little bit to kind of get you up. Huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so one leg up, and then you can kind of... Okay. Maybe just stay there then, pushing down, pushing down into the hands and the forearms. Mm-hmm. So you want to. <laughs> so you want to make sure you're kind of pressing down through the arms here. Yep. You got it. You got it. Yeah. Good. There are easier ways to stretch your belly, but. <laughs> It's a, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's, let's come down to the back, and we'll go to a happy baby pose. So knees in, and <laughs> you can hold outside the knees or the shins or the feet, and rock a little side to side, maybe extend the legs. <clears throat> And then we'll come back to center and feet down to the floor, hips width apart. So your fingers, uh, your heels are close enough in that your fingertips could touch your heels, setting up a bridge and start to peel the spine up into a bridge pose, lifting the hips, engaging the glutes. And we'll hold here, contracting through the glutes, hamstrings, feet. And then we'll slowly start to transition back down. Happy baby pose, stretching glutes, hamstrings. And then feet down to the floor. Setting up for bridge one more time, one more back bend here, opening the ribs and the belly as you inhale, start to peel the spine up. And you could stay just like that, or if you want a little more, you could keep the left heel rooting as you lift the right leg and extend it towards the ceiling. Holding there, contracting the glutes and hamstrings. And then switch legs. All right, no back pain, good. And then lower back down. Slowly lower everything down. Gentle transitions back to happy baby pose. And here, back down to feet to the floor. Cross the right knee over the left knee like eagle pose, and even lift the shins to 90 degrees like eagle pose. Bring the right arm under the left arm to grab the shoulders or wrap the arms. So you're doing eagle pose, garudasana on the back. 
And if you want a little more, you can lift the shoulders, creating a little bit of a crunch to the, the core here, a little contraction of the, the abdominals. Keep the legs in this shape, but let the arms relax and let the knees fall to the left into a twist. So you can keep the legs crossed, or if that doesn't feel good, you can just stack the legs, or any other version of a twist here. I thought so. It seemed like it. So we're going to keep the legs crossed. One last little piece here. We'll come back to the center with the legs crossed and hold on to either the knees or the shins. Supta Gomukhasana. So we're stretching outer hips on both legs here. The elbows bending can help bring the the stretch a little deeper into the outer hips. And we'll release the arms and uncross the legs to the other side. Left knee on top, left arm underneath, grabbing either the shoulders or wrapping around to grab the hands like eagle pose and stay there or lift the shoulders, contracting abdominals. And release the arms, keep the legs in that shape, and let the legs fall to your right. Stay in that shape as you come back to center. Hold on to the knees or the shins. And bend the elbows to bring this a little deeper into the outer hips. Unwrap the legs, hug the knees into the body, rock a little side to side. If there's any last movements you need to feel complete, go there. Otherwise, extend the legs out, arms out. Setting up for Shavasana, our final resting pose. Nothing to do, nowhere to be. Just having this time to rest in stillness and quiet.
Start to move the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles, arms and legs. Eventually coming over to your right side to rest on the side. And then use your left hand to press back up to sitting. And just finding a comfortable seated posture here, shoulders relaxed, breathing down into the lower belly. So as you go through the next few months and really <laughs> all the time, it's good to be checking in. But if you ever start to have any little like sniffles or sneezes or coughs, check in with the lower belly, breathe in that area and just check in if there's anything that needs attention, maybe some more warming foods or teas or things like that to keep the fire strong in the belly. So we'll take our hands together at the heart, now bowing the mind to the heart and to each other to close our practice. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.